Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Turban Talks. Today we have a very special guest because today's topic is rap. And our special guest has released three singles and he has one extended play. So you have Suicide Doors, which is a song I really like, and uh, Roar, and Who Gonna Stop Me, and also Does It Even Stop Though. So Aryan Kapoor, how are you doing? Thank you. I'm, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm glad you mentioned those songs. <laughs> oh wow! There's only two other people. Here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you okay. mentioned the songs because I'm gonna be performing them on my live stream on May 21st. So. Oh yeah, we will be getting into that as well. So first things first, like I wanted to ask you because the topics mm-hmm. rap, and like you've released, you know, four projects already, three singles, mm-hmm. and so yeah. what do you think? Like for you, uh, is when you're recording or even listening to music, do you think beats, like the beat part of the song is more important than what you're saying? Or like, uh, yeah. is it important to have lyrics? Like, I wanted to ask this because... That's, like, that's, such, a, that's such an interesting topic because like right now with the whole like era of like trap and like these this club music that's coming out, like this is such a highly contested point of debate in like the rap community. For me personally, it depends on my mood, right? I know it's like a sellout answer to say it depends, but honestly, if I don't want to listen to lyrics when I'm dancing at a party, but when I write music like that, like, of course, lyrics do play an important role, but you've got to find a balance between like the beats and the lyrics. And it's like, it's, it good artists can do both right you can't it's 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 not impossible to have good lyrics to like a, a like a nice beat and just because you have nice lyrics doesn't mean your beat sounds like terrible so yeah. it's all it's all about finding that balance but if i choose one i'm yeah, gonna exactly. have to say i'm gonna have to say lyrics because i feel like that good good lyric writing can keep a song fresh for a long time for the longer time than like a good beat uh, I'm glad you said like, lyrics. Uh, you know. A lot of Go variation on. with your songs. Like, and does it even slap though? Like, there's yeah. like a lot of variation. Like, almost every song is uh, pretty different from the other. There's like, so it's not like you're doing the same thing over and over again. You like keep changing yeah. it up. You keep coming up with new stuff to do. Yeah. So like, I'm trying to find my sound right now, right? So like, what works well with me? So like, the there was no concept behind that album. I just wanted to make songs that sounded fun to me because I, I I like trouble with uni and things like that. So I'm just like making music on the side and I'm like, okay, I don't have time to put in any, like it, like an overarching concept into this. I might as well just make things that sound fun and are good. So I just tried all these different concepts, listen to different samples, trying these different styles. And I'm hoping to find my sound one day that I like, but till then I'm just going to keep experimenting and keep re-innovating uh, myself. Okay. So yeah. That's- so one more thing, like, you know how we were having a talk about like, you know, USC going to USC, why it was like, mm-hmm. you gave a few reasons, right? Yeah. So do you think like you uh, going to USC somehow impacted, you know, the your rap career? Like, did you, oh. was that a very big factor doing that or? Yeah, honestly, I'd have to say yes. If I went to anywhere else, I feel like, I feel like I wouldn't have put so much emphasis on this because do you, have you guys heard of 24K Golden? Uh, the Valentino yeah. song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's a huge. Yeah, uh, Five Feet Interlude was, it was kind of based on, like, kind of influenced by it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's a USC, uh, he's he's one year above me at USC. Of course, now he's dropped out. But, like, he, he, I, I met him at one of the shows that I was doing, at uh, the Campus Live show on my Instagram, yeah. And I spoke to him, and he, he, he was a great guy. And, like, there are a lot of musicians 
in USC that I've collaborated with and like different artists. So like the guy who helped me do my um, do my album cover for Does It Even Slap Though uh, is, is his name's Kevin. He's a fashion designer. He's he's working with this uh, big fashion company called Thirteen Forty Collective. So yeah, honestly, just being in that environment with all these different people, getting to collaborate with them, just inspired me to push it even more. If I was going somewhere where I was like the only rapper or the only musician, I'd kind of get complacent. But like being around so many talented people really pushed me. And the fact that it's in LA, there are like so many opportunities. It, it's it's a really great atmosphere to be. Uh, be, so you, be so you would so yeah, say that it, it played a big factor, right? Like you choosing USC over all the other, yeah, like a big factor. Yeah, definitely. Would you, would you like, say like? Would you say you found it uh, harder in Dubai, where there's like uh, less competition, less rappers to find an audience? Or would you say it was harder in Cali, where there's like so so many more rappers? Or was it like harder in Dubai because there's you know like not as much of a rap scene as someone might say? And like, I, I feel you like find it harder or easier. What do you think? No, I mean, so I definitely feel like my whole vibe right now is to go for making Dubai because Dubai, Dubai is my home city. I understand the culture of this place much better than California. So even though like there is no rap, there isn't such a big rap scene here, which I'm which I'm trying to work on with like all these other Dubai-based artists. Even though it isn't there, people still like rap. People still listen to rap. Every party you go, people play rap. So that demand is there. It's just that it's that demand is not being fulfilled by artists from Dubai. It's coming from all around the world, and that's what we're trying to change. Right? We need to change. So I'm like doing the thing, things like the, the Dubai cipher and things like that. Just putting more emphasis on Dubai's local scene. So going back to your question, yeah, I mean, I definitely found it harder to make more fans in Cali because like it was my first year. I didn't know what I was doing very well, and. Yeah, I was just kind of just going through it, like going to open mics, meeting like a few people here and there. But definitely in Dubai, I know people here and uh, I hope people know of me as well. So yeah. definitely in Dubai. Do you have any progress with the cypher? Like, yeah, how's like, it what's, going? what's happening with the cypher? Like, I'm kind of excited for it yeah. to come out. So, yeah, uh, we, we plan to have it out like mid-June and because of like Ramadan, it's been kind of hard to okay, yeah, that get everyone's verses and things like that. So we're just trying to keep it keep it out. We did end up changing the beat once because I've, it didn't fit everyone's style. So yeah, that's coming out soon. I only have quite a few verses in like Arabic, in English, in Hindi, and and they oh, they kind of they, so they go. Uh, you've got the like uh, rappers and stuff like decided like the verses and stuff. Or like, are you still looking for more rappers right now? I have right now who have reached out. There must have been at least forty who have reached out to me. Out of which maybe twenty five have like confirmed and are serious about us and I've maybe I've got like seven verses right now nice. so yeah we have quite a few uh, on it I'm just trying to get like I don't want to say no to anyone because it's not my place right it's Dubai's cypher so whoever wants to do it does it I guess so unless like, uh, that also the Dubai Leviathan the live Levi- Leviathan yeah Leviathan? Like yeah so that's so yeah I, I just want to do a, like a live stream concert because of course we can't do an actual concert as, like when I went to California, I'm like, okay, I'm in LA now. I'm gonna make it big here. I'm like, nah. Like, how can I like make it big in California if I don't build like my base where I'm from? So that's what I really want to do. I want to put a fo- put focus on art, or, like my art in Dubai. So that's why I'm doing one of these side, one of these live streams over here. So like all my Dubai based fans or like and like friends can join in 
and see it. So I'm just going to be, it's like a 10, 12 minute set. I'm just going to be, I've, I've put in a lot of work and effort into like the lighting and things like that, and like building up a set. And yeah, I just, in terms of like the theme, it's like I'm going for like a villain kind of dark kind of theme. Don't ask me why, I just felt like being like, dark. Like Travis Rodeo type vibes. Yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of, yeah, kind of dark like that. And you guys saw it, must have seen the, the teaser. I just put yeah, in like yeah. dark, this dark imagery. And yeah, and yeah, that's that's basically it. It's just going to be an Instagram live stream concert. And I hope, I hope people do enjoy it. I hope it's Yeah, you do get views and all that. So yeah, yeah if anyone's listening, do check it out. I yeah. think we'll be able to release the I'll podcast before we do our it happens. Best to release this, yeah, before, it's cool. So they can come. Yeah, I feel like after. I feel like these type of concerts are like the future for uh, budding artists. Like at least for artists. now, because of quarantine, like you yeah, can't go out. Like, so this is like the best yeah. alternative. Even, even in the future, yeah. Because yeah, we come out people, of quarantine, there's gonna be like a like a bit of change. People are gonna realize like. Like, yeah, this is a huge shift. People have realized it's cheaper to do things like this. And with for someone with like a thousand followers who's like half of half of it's in LA, half of it's in Canada, half of it's in Dubai, for example. Um, I'm not saying that's me, but like for someone, it's much cheaper to just do it on Instagram. Everyone can come. And like, it's not like you're getting paid to do uh, live concerts anyway. So might as well do it online. Audience engagement is easier online. Like that's something like people yeah. are gonna realize during quarantine, spending yeah. more time so alone, like not shift. able to do concerts live. Yeah, like, what, yeah, like what Travis Scott did with Fortnite. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, was I wasn't expecting move. it to be that great. It was pretty. It was pretty good. Like even just seeing the video it was amazing. Interesting. Yeah. I missed the live event. I'm a big Travis fan. I'm gonna say it. I missed the live <laughs> yeah, event because I don't play Fortnite. Gurma, Gurma yeah. loves Travis Scott. He he's the one who got yeah. me like into Travis Scott. Like I wouldn't listen to Travis Scott before Gurma got me. He's like well, listen to audio. Listen. Wait, Aryan, do you listen to Travis or like it's yeah, on and off? Definitely, definitely. I mean, yeah, probably not as much as I like to, but I've heard most of his albums. Uh, I like. I definitely rodeo up there. I like Birds in the Trap better than Astro World, which is yeah, it's kind of underrated. Birds in the Trap, yeah. yeah, yeah, and then like I was telling me it was like way ahead of the way ahead of its time. So when it was released, people didn't appreciate it as much as yeah. people do now. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like that's the issue with a lot of albums these days, like The Life of Pablo by Kanye. Like yeah, no one appreciated it. Yeah, definitely. But, <laughs> now, anyway, so you were talking about like earlier as well, trap, right? So. It, when when we look at genres of hip hop, so mm-hmm. you you do prefer trap, right? Like the the whole uh, like trap atmosphere that trap vibe scenes kind of. Yeah, so you do prefer I mean, that, right? Yeah, like most like most of the days, like I I don't want to listen to heavy things for most of these days, right? Like of course Kendrick Lamar is great, and I listen to it maybe once a month, like his his Pimp a Butterfly album, but it's like really heavy stuff, so I'd much rather listen to like fun kind of trap stuff like stuff to listen to at the gym or something like that so okay so like if yeah. i asked you right now at this moment mm-hmm. who's your like favorite uh, rapper and his favorite album what would you say like right oh, now at this off the top of kanye, kanye yeah. west my beautiful dark twisted fantasy oh, perfect, perfect. uh you can ask me this I 10 years from now it'll still be the same thing Bro, probably kanye. Yes. Kanye, is, kanye is like he's, yeah he's he's well he's known cool. he's but he's still kind of underrated. Like, not not everyone realizes how good he is. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Outside of like Instagram music pages and like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. like the internet, he's pretty. Uh, yeah, people don't 
like to listen to him because of like the things he's done and like the, and his politics and shit like that. Yeah. But honestly, they just they, like it's their loss, not not his. So he's like a how how do I say like he's like he's a genius, dude. <laughs> that guy's music yeah. is amazing. But, like, he is. He is appreciated because that stuff with Taylor Swift, like that controversy. So people. Yeah, not stuff. Listen to his music because he said this, but his music's good. Just listen to it. What's the problem? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I get it, but like at some point, like why does it matter what he yeah. did? Like for like it's not it's not even that bad. People people are still listening to Michael Jackson, right? And those are the same people who don't listen to Kanye because uh, he interrupted Taylor Swift. Like okay, that was like ten years ago. Yeah, let it go, move, dude. That was such a power move mm-hmm. from Kanye. <laughs> that was that was, that was kind of fire. You just, you just <laughs> up on stage. You said, "No, no, no! You don't deserve Look this." <laughs> I, I wonder. I wonder why he did it. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, there was that a reason. Was... I I have no idea to be honest, but because yeah. I don't follow Kanye that much. Like I like the guy and all because you know Travis's he he yeah. like, helped Travis he, like he rise Travis up. up. Yeah into his label and everything and then he eventually just started and that's one of the reasons why i like travis it's because okay he grew up like mm-hmm. he rose to the ranks because of kanye but what he's doing is now he's helping other rappers also grow yeah. Yeah. don dolliver check west luxury tax uh yeah that's pretty pretty much it for now but like he even yeah. had uh smoke what's his pop name smoke yeah. pops the, no not yeah. pop smoke he had smoke burp the guy who was with oh, smoke burp? Oh. yeah he he signed when cactus jack was actually uh like he st- uh, when travis started cactus okay. jack but he left in like late 2019 he's like okay. no i ain't having this but like i like what he's doing with that because of like you know he's helping out other rappers that's what makes him a good human being at the end of the day and i'm yeah. flattering him a lot but yeah i mean i think like there's not a lot of money to be made from just being a musician, right? A record label executive is unless you have Kylie Jenner, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think, yeah, I don't think money is an issue for her, but yeah, I think he wants to build like an empire for himself, like what Kanye did with uh, good music. Exactly, like he good also music. wants to follow his footsteps. Even yeah. even Jay Z kind of built an empire, like. Uh, oh I yeah, Jay Z yeah. is the number one example. Jay-Z, no, but Jay Jay Z, yeah. Jay Z and yeah, Black yeah, kind of had a falling out or something. Yeah, like they made yeah. Watch the Throne together, and then there was gonna be yeah. a sequel, but then it cancelled. Yeah, started yeah. ranting. Uh, I don't know what happened there, but yeah, uh, gone some I shit. think like I was watching some interview. Jay Z said like Kanye has changed a lot. Like he's not like the same person he used to be. Like he's not hundred yeah. percent about the music anymore or something. Like I I don't notice it because like obviously I I haven't been in the same room as him making music. I still love his music. The new stuff he's putting out, but he definitely had mental health issues over the past. That that might have been a contributing factor because when when you're like at Kanye's level and everyone's hailing you as a genius, and then you put out something, there's so much pressure to put out something people like, and then when they don't, uh, that's that's a serious issue. For Kanye is like a guy who's had feuds with like top rappers. Like he had one with Travis. He had one with Drake. Drake wanted to yeah. buy a beat, and he just like released a song without any yeah. lyrics. Lift yourself, yeah. That yeah, was yeah. that was a savage move. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Was, I was I was waiting for like him to start singing. I'm like, okay, yeah, this this is where it's yeah. gonna happen. Yeah. No, nah. <laughs> never sings. <laughs> yeah, oh, what was that beat was so fire as well, and he just um, whoop did. <laughs> yeah, like sometimes I just listen to that beat for fun, but it really. 
Another that guy was a feel is like really move. underrated is Jaden Smith. He's not technically like a rapper. But mm, he's like yeah, he's like the Tyler the Creator vibes. Yeah, yeah. But I, th- I think he's a really like underrated artist. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't listen really to a lot. I feel like a lot of the criticism Jaden Smith gets is that like his music, he want he thinks his music means something, but in reality, it really doesn't. Yeah, yeah he can't that, convey it. I think that's the only problem. He can't convey his emotion. It's stuck in his. It's stuck into in his mind, and he might, he might have like a difficulty getting it onto paper, I guess. But yeah, I like like what Jaden Smith does really well is his aesthetics. Like a big part about yeah, yeah. like the whole that the whole pink sky kind of thing with Icon and with Sire, yeah. his album. Yeah, like a, a big part about rap right now is the aesthetics and the brand around it. Like making good music is no longer. Uh, uh, it's it's the no longer main objective. It's not the only yeah, thing that matters. Like before, you could brand. if you had like a like a very basic beat, but you had like an amazing flow, amazing lyricism, you could make it really far. But it's not enough anymore. Yeah, it's the aesthetic. It's the Instagram pictures before it. It's the teaser trailers. It's the uh, it's song or the album. Like. Yeah, yeah, that's, basic, that's basically it. The features, yeah, all yeah. all the time. Those are so much these days. Like it's crazy. But I guess that's a new creative avenue. That's what I've been trying to do as well. Just exploit those. Yeah, I noticed that with the trailer for the Leviathan. Like it was kind of like it was yeah, really different. Like, like it wasn't something like, like that. Yeah. Does. Yeah, it was like a dark, dark kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah. Like, I like that. I like that. That was yeah. pretty cool. And that made yeah, me excited. I'm like, oh, I, I don't know what's gonna happen, but I think like. It's yeah, cool. yeah. I got. I used the Undertaker theme song from the yeah, WWE. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I knew I heard it somewhere. I'm like, yeah, you heard it. Everyone's yeah. heard it somewhere. Yeah, they might not know where it is, but yeah. I haven't no. watched WWE in ages, and I'm like, yeah, yeah I have heard this somewhere, and you just said it right ever, now. I'm like, yeah. Ever since, ever since I, uh, my parents told me it was fake. It was in pro wrestling. <laughs> I it. I'm so sad. That was heartbreaking, yeah. dude. <laughs> that that was, I used to still watch yeah. it because it was funny watching them act. But yeah, I guess now now there's like comedic value to it. Yeah. Even like right, uh, so, in certain scenes, like you see, uh, like uh, everything's scripted, yeah. But sometimes you see like the audiences reacting, they're losing their mind. <laughs> yeah. No, I, like, I don't know if that's scripted. No, it's not like, scripted. I'm saying it's amazing to see like, like people are reacting so much. They're putting so much emotion. Yeah, like why would they? Yeah, that's great. Cra- that's crazy. I guess. I guess it's like a TV show. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. like a not everyone show, knows like. it's scripted, and not everyone believes it's scripted. I mean, oh uh, yeah, I guess. And and all of the yeah, can only be fake to a certain extent. Like, how much action can you fake? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. They I do guess. the stunts. They did. They do for before, I believe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, don't try it at home. Yeah. Okay, I'm. Yeah. We're all gonna try it at home anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Remember just placing pillows on the floor, like out yeah. of nowhere. <laughs> Doing that. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, the like coming back to uh, like the music part. Yeah, um, right. I, I, I also wanted to. <laughs> I also wanted to ask, like, which mm-hmm. software do you use for beats? Uh, I use FL Studio. So okay, so I, I, did you buy the full version? Or? Yeah, it's oh, it's an investment you probably have to make if you want to start. Of course, you can start with GarageBand, but in terms of hip hop beats, FL Studio is better than most of the other. Software is easier, flow is better. And honestly, to make beats, it's not really about the software you use. It's more of 
what samples you have and what plugins you have. Cause so do, okay, go on. Go, on. go for it. Go for it. It's like, do you have uh, like an instrument? Like I've seen when I uh, because I'm into making beats, but the only thing mm-hmm. I have is GarageBand. Yeah. But do you, do you have like I I don't remember the name. I think it's called a MIDI. Yeah, MIDI controller. Yeah. yeah so do you have that? Like it's a yes. type of a keyboard. So do you yes, use I, that or like you completely so, trust on the laptop? So sometimes I do when I'm just trying to find out and find like a melody, I use it to like, it's basically like playing any instrument using a piano. That's basically it. Yeah, so I exactly. play guitar using a piano and everything. But most of the times I rely like heavily on samples because I'm not very confident in my beat making just yet. So most of the time I rely on samples and things like that because I'm not very well versed with music theory. So of course, once in a while I get melodies in my head that I try and play out, but it's mostly samples and like, synthesized sounds that already exist that I just played. So yeah, there are different approaches you can take to making it, but honestly, just, just taking one software and learning it, it would be your best bet. Like don't flip between. And of so course like, people, have used, have, okay, go on. Yeah, people have used GarageBand in the past. I think, I, I don't remember who, but someone uh, like a, a lot of famous artists have used GarageBand to start off and like, once you get good with it, it's basically the same thing as everything else. I just found the workflow in FL Studio was like easier for me to start uh, producing. So, so, yeah. so like since your first, okay, okay. So like since your first song, you've basically been using FL Studio like the, all the way. Not, not really. So in SoundCloud, I think I only got FL Studio like two years in summer of two years ago. I've I've been releasing songs on SoundCloud since like four years ago. So everything before like on soundcloud was just um was just things i uh, like I- instrumentals i stole from the internet because like they were free and i'm like other songs i just wrapped over them but everything on spotify right now is produced by me on apple studio so uh, so you produce like the entirety of your music is there like anything like yeah any from songs you get, like other producers to hop on oh uh, yeah so who gonna stop me was not produced by me that was produced by uh this guy called emoji he he, after I released my album, a lot of producers got in touch with me. They're like, hey, can I send you a few beats? So I got a lot of, I got, I get a lot of beat packages from everyone and I really like this one. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to make a song out of this. So yeah, I prefer to produce everything myself, but sometimes like a beat is just too good to give up. So I, I make music out of that. And a lot of the new music that I'm going to be releasing in the future is not going to be produced by me because of like the strength of that beat. So Fair enough. So yeah. Like, so like, if you find something that suits you, you just you, you go for it. If somebody sends yeah. you something, you go for it. Yeah, d- definitely, definitely. Because if I feel it, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to start writing to the song. What happens to it later on doesn't matter. Because like releasing a song, it's kind of really hard. Because once you write the lyrics and everything, you got to record it and you got to mix it and master it, which takes a long time. Like just editing everything, making it sure it's perfect. Then you got to push it to like your distributors and like market it. So like, even if I do write a song, a lot of that time, a lot of the time it just doesn't come out. So like, I, they're like probably like a hundred songs have like made beats for and like maybe 500 are written for, but like they just never come out because it's just really hard to put out a song like that. Your album, like you produce most of it. So did you feel your oh, yeah. album I, underperformed or did it do like much better than you expected? Or was it like about how you expected it to go? I feel like it did a bit better than what I expected it to do. In terms of like, are you talking in terms of numbers or in terms of the sound? No, the sound, the sound. 
Odd numbers, both, okay. like, however you want to look into it. So numbers, I think it did quite a bit better than I expected it to do. It's sitting about what, like maybe 2,000 streams on Spotify, for, like totally, and maybe like 1.5K on the other streaming platforms combined. So that's pretty good yeah. for me because like my previous songs were just about touching maybe 200, 300 on SoundCloud. So that's pretty good. In terms of the sound, I feel like all of my lyrics and my beat making was pretty good, but just like the mixing and the mastering, those things that kind of make you professional, those things that you don't notice, but if they're not there, then you notice that it's kind of bad. That's that's what I slipped up on because like it was kind of released in a rush because when I came back to Dubai, I just wanted to get it out as soon as possible. So, and also I wasn't that competent in like mixing my vocals and like EQs and compression. So I, I should have gotten a professional like sound engineer to do it for me, but because I wanted to keep it all like done by me, like low budget, actually zero budget, because like no one no one else did anything. Um, oh, damn. I just uh, I just put it out. Done by you. Yeah, except for the album cover that was done by my friend, which is I think I think it was a funny. Concept. That's impressive. Uh, I like I like the album cover. It was like it was really good. Yeah, I thought I thought I was I thinking to myself, how narcissistic can I be? <laughs> and I'm like, I might as well put twenty versions of myself on on the cover how long did you work on your album like how long were you working on it so like that one i worked on the individual songs um like the first song i'm like made for the the album was now that's bars and then i just throughout like the first semester of uh, uh usc which was like four months i just kept on getting new song ideas and the last song i produced was the first one novice yeah and by the time I got there, I'm like, okay, I have like these five or six songs on my hands. I might as well uh, uh, put it into an album and uh, put it out. Oh, wait. Yeah, wait. No, no. One sec. Uh, not everything was produced by me. The Five Feet Interlude was produced by my friend Aryan Parak. He, oh, he was learning it like, he was learning it how to like produce in a class of his. And he's like, oh, I've sent you a beat. Can you just rap on it for my class? So I just like wrote a verse and I rapped on it. I'm like, okay, I like this. I'll put it into my song. So yeah, yeah he did that. He did that. No, but like, that's pretty impressive. The fact that it was your first like album EP and yeah. It sounded and you did it by yourself. It sounded, yeah. it sounded pretty good too. That's what matters at the end of the day. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I feel like the passion was there, but just like the professionalism was lacking a bit which is something I'm going to try and correct. I think that just comes from experience. Once yeah. you get uh, yeah, I'm trying to get a I'm trying to get a team around me to like do things like this. Novice so, was kind of slept on. Like Everyone was like hyping up yeah. that's Bars a lot. Yeah, I, Novice I, I was like, my favorite song. Uh, novice just as much. Novice was my favorite song. I, I don't, yeah, Novice, like, I feel Novice is just as good as Now That's Buzz, but it doesn't get like as much attention. Yeah, yeah I, feel, I feel that. I think, I think my writing on now that's bars were better but like i think my production or oh, novice was better yeah it just came about by luck like i just dragged the sample into the into fl studio and the thing with samples is they're like set to a certain beats per minute so this sample was like this really slow horn like kind of like a marching band kind of thing but when i put it onto fl studio it suddenly just became like twice its speed and it just went really fast and i'm like okay this is this is groovy so that it just came across by luck sometimes. Sometimes you gotta get that. So you gotta get lucky. Had like a, like a, a Kanye West kind of influence, but yeah, and YB and Cordae. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the first kind of verse, uh, like the first two verses was kind of um, YB and Cordae kind of kind of vibe. Like 
because I was thinking about Wabi and Cordy when I was like writing the verse. I don't, I don't know why I just was. And uh, so I'm like, yeah, this, cause like, it's kind of that boom bap kind of thing. Yeah. And Kanye, the Kanye slash Travis vibe came from like the, the third thing, the switch up at the end. Like the blood and, on the leaves, one minute switch up kind of thing. Yeah. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to, that's, that's what I'm trying to do with my sound. Yeah. I want every song to have like a second song at the end. That's kind of similar, but like different at the same time so yeah that that was kind of travis inspired yeah that is travis inspired he's like known for his two pot songs like oh my this side yeah definitely definitely the beat switch was insane i lost my mind yeah brother believes is my favorite song of all time don't do me dirty (laughs) (laughs) bro even travis is pretty good bro travis is also really good thanks i appreciate that blood and the leaves is my favorite song of all time yeah, really, i have to say it's really good. there's no there's no moment you can play it and it'll not fit i feel like, like one of the best kanye songs easily yeah definitely definitely other than like what a funeral maybe maybe that don't play then but every every other time is perfect to play yeah, blood the yeah it was like a really good album of his i loved watch the throne it yeah was, it, was really it, was, it was i love the vibe Andre. of watch the throne yeah kanye yeah, Otis was fire. It sounds like they had like, uh, a lot of fun making it. Yeah, it was just like a fun duo collab kind of thing. Like it doesn't. Otis, Otis was a really fun song. It was a really fun song. Yeah, and the the music video of them just driving around cars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just. Like, <laughs> okay, so yeah. I wanted to ask another question. Like it's now Over. back to rap. Like, do you like Playboy Cardi? Yes, you uh, do. I like his songs brother so like do you do you do you classify him as a mumble rapper oh like, uh, i mean does he mumble in songs yes is mumble rapper like a real thing no i think like 21 savage had this great like uh take on mumble rappers he said uh when our mumble rappers they just can't understand our accent so like on on like um uh british accent <laughs> yeah uh, british accent yeah. <laughs> Like mobile rap is just like that's a different way of performing their thing, so it's not like they go out and write mumbles. That's just the way they perform it. Like, so, would so you, you call, hmm? go for it? You believe that mumble rapping doesn't exist? It's it's not a thing. It's just another way. It's of like the accent, like Kodak Black has a Florida type accent, so that's yeah, why. Florida type accent. Sometimes he like raps really like staccato, choppily. Sometimes he just most of the times he just kind of slurs his words into each other. That's like a. That's like a style, like, like Billy Eilish on Bad Guy is whispering a lot. You don't call her a whisper singer. It's just like, oh, it's just like a performance. So yeah, and in terms of Playboy Carti, like, of course he's carried a lot by production, but yeah, that's what I wanted to come to yeah. production, like Pierre. Yeah, he Pierre carried, Born. He carried dialect. He carried dialect. I feel. Yeah, yeah, he did. But that vibe, like, Playboy Carti doesn't make music. He makes vibes. That yeah, people appreciate. Exactly. That's what they want to listen to. They don't. They don't care about what he's saying. He could be saying anything. They just they just want to listen to something that's easy to listen to after like a hard day or something. That's that's so, what I come. So, so there's definitely so like some you, artists you that are like people listen to them for their lyricism. Like Eminem is yeah. like no one thinks of Eminem yeah. like like yeah this guy has some sick beats. People yeah. listen to Eminem for like his lyricism, yeah. his flow, his complex yeah. rap like, schemes. If it's like four in the morning, I don't want to listen to a uh, uh, monster by Eminem or like uh, <laughs> real flip shit. I will listen to Playboy Carti. Okay. So yeah, but there's definitely a type of play for Eminem. It's like 
it's just a different time and place for than Playboy Carti. And of course, Eminem has some pretty poor had some pretty poor production choices over the last two albums of his. Yeah, with some actually last three. Revival was pretty bad as well. Do you feel like Revival Eminem is kind of washed out now? He's not as good as he was before, or do you think he's still like one of the greatest of all times? See, he's definitely the greatest of all time. I feel like his skills are now washed out by the character he portrays. Is all right. Yeah. So that 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 slim shady kind of thing was yes, good yeah, twenty yeah. years ago, and he's matured. Yeah, he's matured past that, and he 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 he's still clinging on to that 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 character that's like drawn out. The hey, I'm I'm crazy kind of thing. Okay, yeah, well, like that that we were crazy like twenty years ago. Get over it. If, uh, if I'm being honest, like that crazy thing only worked before he like smoked like 20 packs of cigarette and started like yeah. sounding so low now his voice changed yeah so it doesn't really his give the same changed. impact yeah. like, if you go 20 years down the line it was way different so. yeah I, I guess so I feel like I feel like a nice like he hasn't matured well his sound has matured well I feel mm. like a nice example of like a sound maturing well would be like Jay-Z uh, yeah like definitely. He went from what? Uh, he went from like hustling on the streets, like rapping about selling drugs, uh, to like his him building an empire. To him looking back at that empire with like his last album and like his family and things like that. Uh, so with four twenty four. Yeah, these rappers just find inspiration yeah. from like their struggles, like growing up from the hood, and now Jay Z is rapping about yeah. like how far. You, uh, do you like yeah, ever? Great. Like, where do you find your inspiration to write your lyrics? Yeah, for lyrics, like hard. yeah. So of course, I haven't faced the struggles that Jay Z has faced. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't grow up in the. Uh, I don't. I don't. I. I feel like everyone at a certain point, like everyone in their life, faces struggles. Right. It's just some are not extreme as others, and the main goal of music is to help people deal with those struggles. So as long as there are people who are like me, my music will still be relevant. As long as there are people like Jay Z, his music will still be relevant to them. So for me, like music is supposed to, my song is supposed to like reflect what society is, and if this is what society is at a certain point, like I'm I'm not, I'm not lying because I see what it what's happening ar- around the world. If I can reflect that on through my music, then it'll always there'll always be a place and time to listen to a song. Well, that that's that's, that's, that's for my more. Sad. That's for my more inspirational lyrics. If you're just listening to like uh, now, that's bars or like suicide doors. That's just fun, I guess. Uh, that's yeah. just uh, how can I make uh, the like the wittiest plays on boards? So that's just the different times for different things, I guess. That I do agree with. Mm-hmm. I also have one more thing. Okay. The, like for uh, Twenty One Savage, right? In particular. Okay. So yeah. his kind of album progression, if you look at it. Like from, oh, yeah. from, was... from like his first album, I think I forgot the name. It was Isa or something, and then Isa. he just went to a lot, like, and that was a Grammy winner, right? So, I'm good. Yeah. so yeah. that type of transition, like, I see that in a lot of rappers, but uh, it's not there nowadays. So, mean? would you say that for like rappers, like now I'd relate it back to Eminem, that you know, at that point of time, he was going through so many struggles, and like that's the reason why his music was kind of more impactful or was it and that's how it's not impactful right now or is it like just the fact that he's grown old so like 
any like it's an open question like because i was one thinking about this that's why it's wrong so what eminem came what 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 eminem like prominence when he came up was that he was a counter to the culture right he was saying things that no one dreamed of saying because that was not the climate of the time so when you say things that are controversial even if they're right or wrong people are drawn to that because you're different but when he comes to today and he says those same things that were like considered controversial or different 20 years ago they just become stale so that's what changed that so that's what's making him uh like um like making people think he's washed out he's just not insightful at the times like he's not up yeah he's not, he's not up at the times he's not insightful anymore and because of that uh his character feels washed out which is why he needs to change but in terms of 21 savage he matured in terms of his sound in terms of his uh, writing and in terms of his overall aesthetic because i'm i'm not sure if you guys are aware but with the i am greater than i was album he he had he booked this entire motel in his home in his hometown and he de- designated each room to like a different song so like each room told a different story so the one about like i, I forgot what it was called but the one about his gun had like guns in it and uh, the one about like heartbreak had like um, other stuff in it so that that is that aesthetic is so refreshing it was like uh non-existent in his previous uh, in his previous albums like uh what savage mode was the one with metro yeah, boom savage mode was yeah, that was just that was just he he was hungry and trying to get money now he's actually taking his art seriously which is not what happens with a lot of artists these days like 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 blueface and lil pump Like they, they just they just fell off yeah yeah they just fell yeah. off yeah i mean they were good for a while and a lot of people had to complain oh like society is so messed up we're listening to little pump but like society has proved that these artists have fallen off of the era of the era of relevance so i think i think we're in a pretty good place right now in terms of music because we're not like blueface was an experiment that failed he's no longer relevant little pump was an experiment that failed rory rich on the other hand uh grew a fan base from the start he didn't just uh he just he didn't just blow up because of some viral hit was he was like one hit one he was, yeah he was being spoken about yeah with his previous two albums and then he took his time to release his debut studio album and that did numbers so and he's he's here to stay again true and yeah. like when you, we were talking about metro boom and do you like believe he's one of the greatest producers because like in my view he is like if you heard yeah. not all heroes wear capes Yeah, I thought uh, that's a great album. I could still come so, back to it. So like do you consider him like uh, you know key factor behind a lot of rappers nowadays like their success if I'd say like Gunna uh yeah let's say uh, we can take even uh, who are we just talking about right now? He's had many up and coming artists also like he produced even uh, 21 Savage yeah. even 21 yeah, yeah. even for Jack Harlow he produced What's Poppin even for uh, The Baby. Yeah. So because like yeah go on, go on like when you're looking at greatness you need to look at two things quality and influence he has the quality and of course he basically bred the airway trap scene he basically gave birth to it even if he didn't invent it he popularized it because yeah he put he put in those airways that made everything so knocking of course he wasn't the first one to do it but he brought that term to the mainstream he brought that sound to the mainstream and of course if we're talking greatest producers He's definitely up there. The way he uses Edo, it's kind of mad. It, yeah, that's his signature instrument. It's just like changing the ways you think about like the low end, because 
that's not something you hear very often. Like you don't hum your drum patterns or you don't don't hum the bass. You hum the melodies. But he made a, he made his whole sound around that low end, that bass, that kick, which gives his music so much like punch. And yeah, this is people are very low end these days. When we talk about Metro Boomin, we just think Edo. It's similar with Pierre. Like the reason why I like yeah. dial it, it was because of his bass. Like if you. Yeah. If you listen to it on a speaker and you like boost the bass, not even boost the bass, even without a bass booster, the fact, the way he makes the, you know, bass hit, like yeah. I, I, just, I have the album in front of me right now. Like I could name a few songs, but probably nobody's ever heard of them. So there would be no use. But like there's yeah. this one song with Travis he had, it's called yeah, Love Hurts. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like I heard it on the, like a speaker for the first time and I was just amazed at how much a bass like just the fact that it was going it was just like hitting two notes but the fact it was going so far like it was impacting the way you're listening to it so that's one thing like Pierre would be really good at bass uh, Metro would be good at 808s yeah. but, but one thing do, do you know Mike Dean right? Yes so Mike Dean he changed the synth game if you think about it like his synths kind of out of the world if like you listen to travis right so almost all of his recent songs highest in the room the scots always have an outro yeah. which goes let's say yeah. Yeah. which goes like a synth and mm-hmm. not many people know this but like okay if i say this out I'm, okay anyways yeah so <laughs> there's a youtube channel it's called like unreleased and it has all of travis's unreleased songs oh. They're going to get that thing taken down now. <laughs> I mean, it has like 200k <laughs> subscribers. <laughs> so, I mean, if it had to get taken down, it would have been taken down. So it has all these unreleased songs. Mm-hmm. And if oh, you yeah. notice there, like, it also has a Mike Dean version of Skeletons. Mm-hmm. And that, if you listen to that song, you'll understand what I mean. The outro goes for about one minute. And the level of synth is amazing. So that's the thing, like, I just wanted to say that's that. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, you made an interesting point about like the bass and you listen to uh, play uh, Pierre's beats on uh, speakers, yeah. But like, yeah. that's not what a lot of people do. So like, a lot of people listen to music on like, their laptop or their phone, yeah. And that's the issue with like, uh, like one of the big bigger issues with music these days is when you're when you're mixing, when you're checking like the different frequencies of like your song. Like, uh, of course, the human here can hear between 20, kil- uh, 20 hertz to 20,000 hertz, right? And yeah. my, my speakers on my laptop can't handle the low end, like my actual speakers or my actual headphones. So finding that balance with like, can I make the bass hit on the speakers without overpowering it on the laptop as well? So when a lot of people listen to stuff on their phones or their laptop, they're actually missing out on the large amount of frequency content and they don't get to experience the song fully. So like PSA, uh, don't listen to music on your laptop or your phone. I guess. That is something <laughs> you said, which is correct. Like, that's one more kind of, yeah. Cause that's the best way to experience it through your speakers loud, not through the phone or the laptop. Cause then you're not really listening to music. That's like watching uh, TV. Like, your, yeah. Your listening experience is kind of but yeah, I mentioned like, uh, Jack Harlow and the baby before. Are they produced by Jetson or Metro Booming? I forgot. I think they're produced by oh, Jetson. Yeah. I know, I know the baby. I've been following him since his uh, baby on baby album. It's one of my favorite albums yeah. of last year. It's by Jetson. I think he's yeah. he had a really nice book. Even Jetson's yeah. a like pretty good producer. He's helping like up and coming with the eight oh eight. Yeah, like he helped. I like, think 
he produced uh, what's popping for Jack Harlow and barely anyone knew him. He had like a very strong, like strong but small yeah. following. Yeah, I mean, I'm not familiar with Jack Harlow. When did he? When did he actually like blow up? I think like a date on a few months, few months ago, like last months ago. Uh, yeah, I think Jetson was pretty big by then. Yeah. Yeah, Jetson was pretty he, big already. He used both of the baby's albums, like most of the songs there, like Shug, that was huge. Yeah, you had like a bit of sugar influence on one of your songs also. I think now that's bars, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, that was the eight oh eight. I mean, now that's bars was the first song I produced, so the the ideas were there, but like the the mixing wasn't there, so the eight oh eight didn't hit as hard as I wanted to. But yeah, they definitely love influence taken from like other artists because like you think you see an idea you like it you just put it in yours that's what so, like for what for some songs was it like you heard something and you're like i want to make something like this or was it just because you listen to this stuff regularly so it just happened to come in i feel like no it's just uh i listen to this stuff regularly the only song like i feel like a lot of the yeah i mean a lot of the times i mm, i think on the album it's just stuff uh i I had no particular inspiration in mind just came to me regularly but a lot of the times I'd be like I, I listen to like normal parties in LA and I want to make a boom bap type song I just want to get on the mic and rap but other times I'm listening to like a Travis Scott song I want to make something futuristic something layered something oh, up yeah. like Regal something really yeah dark and all that stuff cool. yeah so it's an artistic process and um, I'm really curious as to like how other artists take that but for me, it's just random. Whatever I want, I feel like doing that day. Uh, throw it all on the wall and see what sticks. I guess. And yeah. What are your ops on uh, on Logic? Like many people think he's corny. He's not as good as he was before. What are your ops like? What do you I heard that a lot. I I don't listen to a lot of Logic. I'm just gonna be Thank straight. Card. Uh, I I didn't listen to him in the past. I only heard like a few songs. Uh, I don't. I I've heard that he's fallen off or whatever, and yeah, I guess he does have a few weak bars. I guess I, I don't know much about him. His it's lyrics like, don't make any sense anymore. Like he just says yeah, I, feel, I feel yeah a lot of the fast rappers right. Like even I had this phase where I'm like oh yeah mumble mumble rap is bad. Uh, I need to rap really fast. Till I, till I realized I wasn't really saying anything because it's much harder to fit rhymes into fast raps when you can slow it down. So a lot of the times, like, he thinks the appeal of his raps is, like, by rapping it really fast instead of, like, actually saying something. And if that works for his fan base, and like, good for him because he's still rich, he's still going on tours. Yeah. Maybe not now, but, like, he was going on tours. Um, well, yeah, it, it works for him. It works for I him. So. It off well, like, he can do fast beats and he used to like have like really really deep songs yeah no actually actually i'd like to on the contrary if you listen to his old songs right like i mm-hmm. had written these down because i i like old eminem mm-hmm. more than like the current one i think everyone does if you mm-hmm. avoid like the two albums like which had uh i forgot the name again like you know the one which gotten called like there were yeah, yeah, two yeah. right yeah there were two one was with like a red background one was green uh-huh. yeah, so yeah. eminem show and encore yeah, yeah. Eminem show. Yeah, so those yeah. okay, I get like when I'm gone, Mockingbird like was kind of fast paced. But if you go to another album now, yeah. I'll have to search That's it up. Right. There was there like, was this even Marshall Mathers LP. It had like Marshall Mathers LP. Deep songs. Like, if you listen to Stan, Stan had like a pretty yeah. like deep meaning. It told a story. Stan, I yeah. don't think it was from Marshall Mathers LP, was it? Stan was was from was it the I think it was was from an LP. 
I don't, I don't, yeah, probably. I think it's from MMLB. Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, yeah, it is. Never mind. Yeah, so, what I meant was like, if you listen to songs like My Name Is, you, you guys have heard this. Yeah. Song, right? yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Although it's hated a lot, I somehow enjoy it because of the corny beat it has. It's fun. It's a yeah. fun like, if you, It's a fun song. Yeah. If you listen to yeah, it, like the lyrics, obviously they don't, like, they're not yeah. age appropriate. Yeah, that, they're just funny. They're outrageous. And uh, there's a funny story behind this. Like, that was the first according to what i know that was the first song eminem and dre made together like they were in the studio like cycling through beats and they weren't really feeling anything and yeah. like eminem like dre was about to leave and he put this beat on and eminem was just like hi my name is and it just took off from there yeah, i don't think they so, were recording like they were just going through beats and he just started yeah, rapping on it and yeah like, yeah we need to we need to record this now yeah we should we should like that's the pinnacle of creativity just like freestyle whatever whatever you say and it comes no, now wait yeah, i just don't know this eminem thing. had a hard time coming up because like as you said before it was like kind of against what everyone thought like uh yeah, yeah. Oh, and he also he was white yeah i i, I don't yeah, like, that was a big factor uh, coming up that was a big factor at that time was really hard considering yeah. it was a predominantly like african-american yeah definitely definitely that's what he yeah. Yeah, okay, but i found the yeah. album yes like people, people the slim shady also, lp like uh like mm-hmm. people told Dre, how can you sign this guy? Look at him, he has blue eyes. And then Yeah, I mean I guess I guess the culture of hip hop is struggle, right? And Eminem faced struggle and he brought it up. So And and now yeah, he's considered how... like the greatest of all time. That's that's a pretty big thing, like yeah, going up against all expectations. Only the music matters in the long run, yeah. Because like Look at what happened. Look at what's happening with Takashi Six Nine. Yeah, he yeah. he got mm-hmm. out of jail. Everyone was like, "Oh, he's done. He he ratted or whatever." Yeah. And he came out, broke Instagram live records, two million uh, live stream viewers, which I'm not gonna get on mine, but good for him. Uh, <laughs> and he and his his song his song did numbers. Like people don't care about this shit anymore. Like they don't care about. Oh yeah, he's ratted. He's not with the streets. They just care about the music. And whether that's good or bad, uh, Billboard's controversy also with them. Yeah, like Billboard. Yeah, it's still going on right now. Apparently, Ariana, how do you pronounce it? Ariana Grande, yeah, like uh, bought a number one spot. A number one spot. And uh, from from Billboard. No, no, no. Apparently. So I don't know. I I don't know who was number one at that time, but uh, Six Nine song was at three. So there's this rating you get every day. So he was explaining explaining it in a video there's like a rating you get and ariana grande was fifth and she was like two points behind and two points is a lot and the next like two three days later they saw it and she was number one wow okay well and like about like three four points above and i think they removed him from the billboard like yeah they removed him today like they removed Uh, his page and stuff billboard has too much power over their own things like what happened with like old town road they removed them from the country charts for some reason yeah, yeah, they yeah. have a lot of power. They're hurting their own stock by. Yeah. It's supposed to be a free. It, like the numbers decide who you are. You're not supposed to promote someone else's music over someone else's because yeah, I they're feel bad. Like slowly, they're gonna become as irrelevant as the Grammys. Yeah, I mean, nobody yeah. cares about the Grammys. <laughs> I, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, the Grammys made some bad decisions. I feel like people still care about the Grammys and the Oscars. Now, after Cardi B won, I just yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, that was I, I feel like for fans, no one cares about that. But for like the artist, I feel like that's still kind of an achievement. 
I don't yeah. know. Yeah. yeah, sure. I mean, they can tell themselves that, but like yeah, but fans, that was a robbery. I, that was a robbery. That I was. I don't. I don't. Maybe they were like external decisions. Uh, yeah, and honestly, like influence in the mar- in the music industry has been happening for years. Like you, you spoke about Billboard, yeah, Jay Z. Uh, mm. He he pre he got his album to number one before it came out because he bought like four hundred thousand copies. No, he got his album to a platinum, like the platinum or yeah, certified uh, platinum, certified yeah, RIA because he just bought the number of copies. Uh, his title bought it for himself, and yeah, he pre-ordered it. That's uh, he was instantly platinum <laughs> before anything came out, and I'm like, okay, like, yeah, I guess you can manipulate it when you're that powerful. And I guess Cardi B had connections. I don't know. Yeah, even though music is like, I don't want to say like her music's trash. Like I find it trash, but like she yeah, has a true. massive fan following. Like there's a lot of because of Offset, man. It's it's Migos. It's because of Offset. Oh. There's yeah, she does. Have a- genuinely enjoy her music. Like I don't, but there are people who are, like yeah. strong like fans of her. They like defended her through yeah. that case that she had. Like she said that she used to drug people and stuff, and then people yeah, were supporting they, her through yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, gonna- yeah, it's final, you know. <laughs> they do it. Yeah, the fans are gonna do that. But I feel like being one of the few female rappers there are who's actually at a position to make it like a significant ways in the industry like of course she's gonna have fans like who, who are, who are like, more deserving like if you would say like there's like, yeah top female rappers like maybe like uh yeah definitely Nicki Minaj Nicki Minaj uh, and then when she more, first like, came Ma- uh, I think Megan the Megan the Stallion but she's pretty good and there's a uh, Tierra Wack who is pretty good there's Rhapsody uh yeah. I forgot the other uh pretty old uh, Lauren Hill uh, she was considered like really good back in the 90s Even well, they are a lot. Mm-hmm. but they're like it's so it's, a, it's such a small um, like number compared to male rappers and maybe that's because more um, male fans listen to hip hop or whatever but yeah that's something that needs to change as well so yeah, I don't think it's right to have like Cardi B representing female rappers like I don't think that's fair to female rappers like, yeah, I feel like there are much better representatives. Yeah, with the, that are already on. Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj. Yeah, when she first came up. No, now I don't think so anymore. Yeah, not anymore. But, when she, but like when she started, she up. gave up saying uh, she yeah. gave up rapping anyways. Yeah, like yeah. when you think about like rap, hip hop for males, you think about Kendrick Lamar, J Cole, uh, Eminem, Drake, Kanye, right? Yeah. But like, I don't think Cardi B is on the same level. Them there are artists who are as musically talented as though as the like the Kendrick Lamar's of the world that are female but they don't get as much representation and there's like a huge study being go- like going into the Grammys is like um it's like a huge gender equality and like who wins and who loses or who, who gets nominated and who wins the Grammys as like a whole study being going like going on there so there's definitely an issue in the industry as well it's just like, full of issues something going on behind the scenes definitely yeah yeah, it's a social issue. I don't know. I'm, like I, I'm, I'm just this stupid rapper who just like uh, saying what he's. But yeah, there's definitely something behind there that needs to change, and that's getting done. Like at least with the XXL freshman list, more females will be included, which is good. And the, and the discipline, right? XXL, like it's becoming irrelevant like, now. Yeah, it is. Rappers now, like GID was a really good rapper who was who, yeah. who was on. Like think about it, like so many of the XXL freshmen fell off after a year. Like 
What? Ugly, ugly God? Blueface? Blueface was not even a year, it was like six months when he fell off. Yeah. Um, Comethazine. Well, there was some really like, good artists too, like uh, y- YBN Cordae, yeah. GID, like. Yeah, YBN Cordae, GID. The great will always yeah. um, go beyond. But like, if you look at the f- the initial XXL list, they, they got Meek Mill, Kendrick Lamar, uh, Lil B, um, Travis Scott, uh, Absol, J-Rock. They were all like... Travis. Travis actually changed his style, so like you couldn't yeah. after Al Faro and like yeah he did he did. Logic was style. on there. He had like a pretty good. Logic was on there as well. Yeah, these but people like the number of uh, Chance the rapper, the number of people who stay relevant, like right now compared to like the number of people in the class, like it's just decreasing. No, I just feel Chance the rapper is kind of overrated. Like I don't know why. <laughs> I I didn't like his new album. Yeah, no, no one liked his new album. I, he's a good rapper. He's a really good rapper. He's, he's a good rapper when he can yeah. be. Uh, his previous mixtape, uh, Acid Rap, is a great mixtape, and yeah. Coloring Book is a good album as well. <clears throat> maybe not, maybe not too much for me because like it was a bit preachy at sometimes. Right. But Acid Rap is definitely good. He's a good rapper when he wants to be. He does have bars. But yeah, this last one was just like hit like a miss. He should just go back to the drawing also, board. Like, yeah. I feel yeah. like. Uh, Double XL is featuring too many already known rappers, which I don't think. Yeah, that is also true. true. That is true. Like That's they an issue. Lil like, Pump, Kodak Black, Twenty One Savage. Like we know these guys yeah. already. Yeah, like, like they featured uh the baby, uh, like and Blueface on in Twenty Nineteen. Like we know these people. Yeah. Like. Back uh, like Kendrick was like there. he wasn't that well known. That was in 2011, yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he was that. That was before Section 80, I think so. I yeah, don't remember. Yeah. But yeah, he was he was he was at the right level of uh, promising yet not that famous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had a strong that. following, but not like a massive following. I mean, yeah, I wasn't. I don't think I had the intelligence to follow the rap scene in 2011. But this is what I assumed it would be. I was like 10, I think, or yeah. That's what I would be. So, like, just one last thing I also wanted to ask: like, who would you currently in 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 the rap game consider underrated? Yeah. Underrated. According to you, according to you, like wow. first thing that comes, like first few names that come to your mind. Like he doesn't get the he or she doesn't get the recognition that they deserve. Okay. Like, oh, ooh, that's interesting. I'm gonna say, recognition doesn't. He doesn't get the recognition they deserve is yeah. this guy called mf doom yeah he's yeah, pretty yeah. old yeah, now. No, no. have you heard of him yeah his album Adelini. it's it's like all over like the internet and instagram but like with people i talk to in like real life they don't know a lot about it so he's definitely underrated in terms of that and it's all just because like his album's like um uh, uh, his album's like um uh, underrated so i like it it's actually good music with like a lot of sampling and things like that in fact like his that that his whole villain aesthetic inspired me uh, for the Leviathan livestream kind of thing. He has like uh, used to be like an underground yeah. rapper kind of, yeah. Yeah, he still is. He's been an underground rapper his entire life, and he's like got that weird aesthetic. Like he has some verses names where MF Doom. Like he has some verses where every word like kind of rhymes in the words. Yeah, which is crazy. Like sometimes it gets a bit overbearing. Like he has a song called That's That. And it still that's has like so It's not like he's just like saying like rubber. Yeah. It still has meaning, which is really, really hard yeah. to do. Yeah. But like, I feel sometimes he does miss, like he just rhymes for the sake of rhyming. Yeah. But on his 
album Mad Villainy with uh, with uh, uh, Mad Villain who produced it. Uh, yeah, that was a great album. And in terms of right now, there's a guy called Freddie Gibbs, who's who hasn't who has like a lot of albums right now, but his best ones are uh, Pinata and Bandana. I believe are the names of the albums, and those are produced by the same guy who produced Mad Villainy. And yeah, he's he's pretty underrated in terms of artists right now. I don't see a lot of people giving him think, love. Uh, Takashi Six Nine is kind of overrated. Like, he's not like the king I'd of New yes. York. I, I'd say yes. Of course, he's good, but he's okay. not like the king of New York that he claims to be. He's he's not a king. He's more of like a jester. You know what I mean? And he knows yeah. that. Yeah. He's, he doesn't believe he's the king of New York. He just says it so that people get pissed off. And is his music gonna last? No. Is his music fun to listen to at a mosh pit? Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. That, that's what he he's just a troll and that's he knows that and that's that's what that's what makes him break records because people want to see what he does next he they never expect him to strike the way he does most of his songs sound put on, the like, same most of his songs yeah it does the screaming they do but like honestly, got the sticky <laughs> yeah honestly i like that i mean like i haven't heard uh, like more like that maybe like denzel curry but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I wanna. It works great in mosh pits, and like people can scream scream it out loud because it's simple and it works, and it makes you feel powerful, I guess. Even so, yeah. Like Kendrick was like he wasn't that well known. That was in 2011. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he was that. That was before Section 80. I think so. I don't remember. But yeah, he was he was he was at the right level of uh, promising yet not that famous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He had a strong following, but not like a massive following. Me, I wasn't. I don't think I had the intelligence to follow the rap scene in 2011. But this is what I assumed it would be. I was like 10, I think, or yeah, that, that's what I would assume it would be. So, like, just one last thing I also wanted to ask: like, who would you currently in 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 the rap game consider underrated? Yeah. Under- according to you, according to you, like wow. first thing that comes, like first few names that come to your mind. Like he doesn't get the he or she doesn't get the recognition that they deserve. Okay. Like, oh, ooh, that's interesting. I'm gonna say, recognition doesn't doesn't get the recognition they deserve. Is yeah. this guy called MF Doom? Yeah, he's yeah, pretty yeah. old. Yeah. No? Have you heard of him? Yeah, his album Adoni. It's it's like all over like the internet and Instagram, but like with people I talk to in like real life, they don't know a lot about it. So he's definitely underrated in terms of that. And it's not just because like his album's like, uh, uh, his album's like uh, underrated to I like it. It's actually good music with like a lot of sampling and things like that. In fact, like his, that, that his whole villain aesthetic inspired me <laughs> for the Leviathan live stream kind of thing. He has like, uh, he used to be like an underground yeah. rapper kind of, yeah. Yeah, he still is. He's been an underground rapper his entire life, and he's like got that weird aesthetic. Like he has some what was his verses name? where MF Doom. Like he has some verses where every word like kind of rhymes in the words. Yeah, which is crazy. Like sometimes it gets a bit overbearing. Like he has a song called "That's That," and it still just has like so it's not like he's just like saying like rubber. Yeah, it still has meaning, which is really really hard yeah. to do. Yeah, but like I feel sometimes he does miss like he just rhymes for the sake of rhyming. Yeah. But on his album Mad Villainy with uh, with uh, uh, Mad Villain who produced it, uh, yeah, that was a great album. And in terms of right now, there's a guy called Freddie Gibbs, who's who hasn't who has like a lot of albums right now, but his best ones are 
uh, Pinata and Bandana, I believe are the names of the albums. And those are produced by the same guy who produced Mad Villainy. And yeah, he's he's pretty underrated in terms of artists right now. I don't see a lot of people giving him think, love. Uh, Takashi Six Nine is kind of overrated. Like, he's not like the king I'd of New yes. York. I'd say yes. Of course, good, but he's not okay. like the king of New York that he claims to be. He's he's not a king. He's more of like a jester. You know what I mean? And he knows that. Yeah. yeah. He's, he doesn't believe he's the king of New York. He just says it so that people get pissed off. And is his music gonna last? No. Is his music fun to listen to at a mosh pit? Yes. Yeah. So that that's what he he's just a troll, and that's he knows that, and that's that's what that's what makes him break records because people want to see what he does next. He they never expect him to strike the way he does. Most of his songs sound put on, the like, same. Most of his songs. Yeah, it does. The screaming. They do, but like honestly, got the sticky. Yeah. Honestly, I like that. I mean, like. I haven't heard uh, like more like that, maybe like Denzel Curry, but yeah, yeah I mean, I, I wanna. It, it works great in mosh pits, and like people can sc- scream, scream it out loud because it's simple and it works, and it makes you feel powerful, I guess. Even so, Denzel yeah. Curry's, <laughs> Denzel Curry music's really fun. I enjoy Denzel Curry. Yeah, Denzel Curry's music is really fun. Like Ultimate um, Ricky stuff like that. Yeah, Ricky. Uh, I forgot, I forgot the other names. Was, yeah. It really, yeah, that's why six nine is where he is right now. He's 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 really smart. Is there anyone else you think is really really overrated, other than like Lil Pump, Blue Face? Hmm. It, so when I think of overrated, I think in terms of how many people enjoy that person's music that I don't. Yeah. So. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I don't want one for me personally. Cardi B. Yeah. I mean, then I can just. I don't think hmm, I, I think new Drake is overrated. I like old Drake a lot, but new Drake, I didn't I didn't find the appeal of his newest demo tape. It just sounded like, a bit boring. Like when you say new Drake, you mean after like Scorpion after, post after, or after v, yes views and actually views was fine. This post Scorpion, yeah. Because like I like views. <laughs> I think my favorite Drake. Album yeah. I don't I didn't like the Doc Lane demo tapes. I also didn't like the Weekend's new album. I know people love it a lot, but to me, it just felt it, it was missing something. I like there were a few songs, songs like, it, it was too jazzy yeah. it was like too, yeah like, i felt like it was missing something yeah like like yeah it, it, there was no oomph there for me so i just didn't like it that much who would you say is like really really overrated <laughs> oh, okay uh, uh good question um i'd say overrated see like i only listen to like three rappers so nice because I better be earlier, I, uh, I'd say YB and Nami, like he's kind of overrated because he gets a lot of hype and the songs aren't that good. Oh, does uh, he? Yeah, he does. He, he, he kind of fell off like a year or two ago. That's okay, overrated, like in the... Okay, let's take Migos, right? I like them, but I think Quavo's kind yeah, of... Yeah, oh yeah, Migos yeah, are... Migos are pretty overrated. Are very overrated. That's yeah. that's. Don't get me wrong. I like the Migos, but I think Quavo is overrated. Like, yeah, Takeoff Quavo. doesn't get the recognition he deserves. Offsets, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Takeoff, Takeoff doesn't. Yeah, he's pretty good on songs with them, but kind of underperformed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, we yeah. give him an opportunity. He just didn't. <clears throat> with, I think they... with the album, you're talking about his album. His solo album, yeah. 
Yeah, the, the reason why he actually, he, I actually watched a video about this, about a guy like trying to persuade everyone that Takeoff's the best meme first. He actually, mm-hmm. what he did was, if you look at Quavo's album, right? The, the one he released, like, I don't remember the name again. Not the yeah. first one, but it was the one which had flipped the switch with Drake. Yeah. Well, I'll just tell you the name. I think it was called Quavo Hancho. Yeah, it was his name. So it was oh, an yeah, album released in 2018. And that, mm-hmm. if you look at the songs, right? Apparently, mm-hmm. it made a lot of money in the first week. But if you mm-hmm. look, almost every song out of the 19 songs he has, has a feature. Yeah, that's the money making. That's the money making. He was being carried by features. Yeah. And if you look at like all his songs, only about one of them hit the billboard, which was Flip the Switch. And that too because of Drake. Because of Drake, yeah. When you I look at the keyboards, I think like Quavo does the hooks, Takeoff does the bars, Offset does both, right? So yeah, none of them can none of them can carry an album. Maybe only Offset can because he has he has that versatility. Like you can't just listen to an album with bars and bars and bars, which is what Takeoff does, right? And when he tried to sing and write catchy hooks, it just didn't work. Like there was yeah, a song he wrote. Uh, I, don't, I don't know his name, but like if you look at hit. Takeoff's album. Uh, what was the name? I I like really. I only like the last rocket. Yeah, I like Casper a lot because mainly of the beat. And the thing you're right about, uh, like the Migos in particular. It's like mm-hmm. Quavo does the hooks. Uh, Takeoff does yeah. the bass. So if you expect Takeoff, a guy who just sings at one tone, to start mm-hmm. doing melodies, that's gonna yeah. be a little hard. And that's one of the reasons why he should have had more features. The guy yeah. had like no features. If you yeah. look at his album. And that's one thing that even that guy, like I was watching, he was discussing when you have so many connections, you live in Atlanta and you have so many connections because Atlanta is like the hub. Why not get features? Because you can't, he was trying to prove that he's worth being the Migos because he used to get a lot of hate. And that's one of the reasons it impacted his album. You could get Drake, Lil Baby, uh, Gunna, all great hopes. Yeah, yeah, get them on like your the books mm-hmm. overpowered the buzz. Like, uh, there was like Godzilla by Eminem. Eminem's known for his buzz, but I feel like yeah. Juice World's hook, hook, like, was the highlight of the song. Yeah, I feel like his, his, yeah, because Eminem's his flow in that song mixed with the beat in the back was really corny to me and it was yeah. kind of annoying. That like, was listening to Godzilla only for Juice World, yeah, same. If it was a like the way he Eminem starts, uh, I can swallow a bottle or whatever. Yeah. That was terrible. Like I hate that. I hate I hate his flow there. Like Juice World's the only good part about that song. If it was song. just like a Juice World song, I'd love it. It'd be such a good yeah. song. Juice World's yeah, really catchy. Will. Like I didn't listen to him like as much until like he passed away. But he's yeah. really catchy. Even Triple X, I didn't appreciate him as much until he passed away. Yeah, that's that's the importance of like a hook, right? Because if unless you're a rapper. You're gonna sing the hook. You're gonna remember the hook. That's what I found out the hard way. People don't like songs with just verses on bars and bars. They like hooks. So that's where you gotta break it. Like give them what they want and then showcase what you want for like a verse. Facts. Facts. Give them the hook. Hit that balance. Like Keep. one thing I was thinking of, like many people, like after Triple X died, many people like yeah, Triple X was like the goat. He's like one of the top artists. But he was yeah. He wasn't that good. Like just because he died. Oh, he was not. He was, he was definitely not. Uh, I, I don't want to disrespect I, I, someone who died, but like. I'm just saying. Yeah. You, uh, nah, I mean, I was a big fan of his music, like even before he passed away. I mean, if you if you listen to the songs, uh, I mean, have you heard like the Question Mark album, like all the songs? Yeah. Because there were a lot of songs which went which went like uh, uh, unrecognized, like uh, Numb. 
numb is like a vibe that song is a vibe of its own because like it, that album the question mark album had was a, i feel it was a vibe itself because except for a few songs like he could have ch- first thing he did wrong was his features he got matt ox i don't know how you pronounce it but that guy's like 15 yeah and all he does is swear like why do you get him so that's one thing yeah. but uh, other than that like i really enjoyed his album and i know a lot of people who like started listening to his songs and started going oh my god he was so good okay maybe he he didn't deserve that much but yeah. you wouldn't say oh, yeah. his songs that's weren't that good yeah, they, no, they, they were good but he's just like not the best ever like yeah, yeah. okay I mean, yeah. he could have had that chance if he were to live longer but unfortunately yeah. he did So you you can't be the greatest of all time with two albums and like a few mixtapes. And also sometimes like rap fans can kind of be toxic. Like if some guy is a relatively newer fan of some guy, they like not consider him like a true fan like uh, just because you like you only started listening to him what a year ago. What if someone Yeah, I mean at that point who cares? Like like yeah, why would it matter that? like why how does it matter? The more yeah. the merrier bro like you're yeah, bro. increasing Like you like the yeah, artists, like, like, more fans come. What's the problem? Yeah, like, well, and like, who are you? Like, who are people talking to about their music taste? Like, I really find myself, uh, like, I really find other people knowing what I listen to. Like, there's there's no way for them to know that. Okay, I listen to this person unless it's through like Spotify. Maybe that's just me, but I prefer really, to keep my like. It's a really weird flex, like, bro. I've been listening to this guy for yeah. years, bro. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> uh, I listen. Uh, I've listened to Pink Floyd since uh, 1972. Like, okay, great. I'm just trying to listen yeah. to the guys like who asked who asked get out of get out of my party we don't want to party, let, me, let me leave me alone yeah <laughs> i don't want to listen to the bohemian rhapsody i'm good yeah no but like that was up with queen yeah <laughs> i mean future i've i've played bohemian rhapsody party sometimes after the movie like everyone is supposed to listen to that sometimes yeah. would you actually play it in a party like in a yeah. you were why like, everyone get crowd gets lit dude Yeah, yeah. After the after the uh, movie came out, everyone became Queen fans. So, But like, I guess Rhapsody I guess it's a very well-known song. And after the movie came out, yeah, I saw like two hundred three hundred videos. First time listening to Bohemian Rhapsody, fifty yeah, sixty thousand views. Crazy. Yeah, it, oh it, it, that was crazy. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah, that's mad. That would guess like the movie was really good. I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I ain't about to discuss the movie. The movie was kind of manipulated, but like. Yeah, I, I heard, it, but. Honestly, that like that happens in every movie. Like even if it was, if it didn't actually happen that way, I guess if it makes people feel that it was real and it was nice, then also yeah. But yeah, like, uh, I'm still shocked. In, yeah, okay. go on, go on, go on, go on. No, go on, go on. Okay, so I was saying there was a concert at USC, like where you opened for I think Lil Tucker and Playboy Cardi. Yeah, yeah. So there was some voting thing. I remember, like I saw it on your story. Yeah. Everyone from our school was voting for you every day. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so I much. Spoke, I spoke to the current like Ryan House captain also. He told us like he voted for you every day. It was insane. Oh, wow. Oh, that's so some cool. commitment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah wow. That's like, crazy. We need. We need. We need Arun Kapoor up there. <laughs> the problem with that concert is Playboy Cardi didn't show up, so only Little Tecca showed up. Totally. Like I don't know why he just didn't show up. And that was. Wait, when was the concert? When was the concert? This like, was in October, twenty nineteen, right? I think. Yeah. Yeah, Cardi was like, he was busy okay. doing stuff. Yeah. The concert, yeah, was, like the crowd was a bit small, but like everyone was like getting lit. Too. Yeah. Everyone was super no, excited. Yeah, I mean the point, like, because you know why the crowd was so small? Cause because I'm like a freshman, yeah, like, yeah. Every, like there were 
three other student artists who performed with me they were all like most of them were just like the people who organized it just messaged them saying i want you to perform here like we had to actually go through like the voting because like no one knew who i was and we ended up winning that which was great but so because i was like a freshman they put me like two minutes after the doors opened my set came on and it was like a 10 minute set so like none of my friends could even get it in i think like only like five out of like the 10 to 10 people who i knew were gonna come like actually managed to see me which was uh kind of upsetting yeah well it so was like they idea. sent you in first so that's why there wasn't a crowd like, like yeah, profile, yeah yeah but those still like good yeah, and, and also even if i went forth like it was back my first two but they probably wouldn't have been as big of a crowd but like definitely the people who were coming in during like those 40 minutes would have would have seen i hope maybe yeah no and but then, like i i'm kind of glad playboy cardi didn't come his concerts aren't uh, oh, that best <laughs> like he yeah. he forgets his lyrics and stuff a lot yeah definitely yeah. a lot of rappers they just i feel like you don't go to a rap concert to like see a a great performance you just go there to like no but for travis like one of my life goals is to attend one of his concerts dude, like travis yeah that that goes hard go insane dude i've, I've seen like it goes hard i just want to get one of those bay hoodies like zip it all the way to the top so i can't see anything and just uh, run into a mosh pit yeah there was something like he was standing on on top of like a the the light yeah the light he was standing thing. on top of a light and everyone's yeah, jumping at the same time oh yeah it was an astro have, uh, have you seen the documentary on netflix uh, yeah i saw it i saw yeah i saw it but not on netflix but yeah it was, was it was amazing yeah that was so inspirational like, like the full setup he had for super bowl like he made yeah, sure everything went performing like, super bowl like, crazy yeah that's crazy But like he personally wanted to know everything is fine it's not like he didn't care and that's one of the reasons why he's one of the greatest live performers he yeah. personally wants to know okay this went wrong here you need to make this better next time if like yeah. raghav won't understand right now because he hasn't seen the documentary but yeah, yeah. that was damn inspirational yeah, the astro world tour is like the full team the astro world tour is based on uh, like that the astro world park yeah the amusement park that he like no one else is going to know how to capture that by that aesthetic yeah. other than him so like he has to do it like, himself some some concerts are amazing like even like uh kendrick lamar had this concert where everyone like rapped humble and he was just standing on stage that was insane yeah, yeah. that was in like, my even kanye was on stage like, go hard dude yeah that's that's what makes kanye and travis concert so great it's more than a concert it's an experience right yeah like they're not just coming onto the stage and just like screaming with like water bottles and shit. Yeah. They actually take time to make it more like a festival than it is a, just a concert, just like a performance. Fact. Which not every artist can do, but it's becoming more more than concerts these days. It's more than just seeing your art, the artist, it's experiencing the art. Yeah. Which is what makes That it. is. There's a very big thing I need to bring up like Gurma sent me this post because <laughs> oh my where god you exposed oh, Kanye West. Oh shit. <laughs> well, yeah. How, how I hope I hope connection were you like listen to Kanye West and thought this sounds like Tom and Jerry or did you think like you were watching Tom and Jerry and you thought yeah this sounds like power. <laughs> like I I was looking at the like the 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 what the picture of Tom with a uh, cube that how, like a cube yeah I I look at that picture a lot cuz I find it very funny. Uh, I'm a, I'm a bit weird. but i'm like okay i i saw this in the i love it video so uh there, there's like a connection there and i just like okay what if i can make the 
the Tom and Jerry uh, theme song with like Kanye vocals and what happened then. So I just. But that was mad. Like I was like, what? How did like how did you figure <laughs> that out? And yeah, the album was like a. Okay. It would just kind of, it would, well, it would just kind of, it would just kind of funny. It's not, it's not meant to be serious. It's just, yeah. Uh, yeah, I look at funny things a lot, I guess. Because good uh, DM, like I was planning on talking, like kind of like for a bit about Kanye, because yeah, I love Kanye. I thought even you might like. Uh, yeah, I love Kanye. Enjoy Kanye, a lot. bro. And, and then he messaged me, he's a bro. Kanye West exposed. Uh, bro, Arun Kapoor exposed Kanye West, bro. Um, <laughs> He's dead. Kanye actually ripped off all of his ideas from uh, Tom and Jerry. I thought I thought it was couple. like a, gonna be like a ten minute video, like exposing <laughs> every song of his, like this. Like, uh, oh, it's all stolen. Yeah, <laughs> I wish. I wish. Yeah. Scam. Scam, bro. <laughs> I could definitely. You have to be the have to be the big artist here. He's just starting out. Yeah. And. <laughs> <laughs> He was just hoping that like, Arjun Kapoor doesn't catch on. He saw the video. He was yeah. Writing. Yeah. He's. Like, I was giving him a bit of exposure. You know what I mean? <laughs> Call the feds. Now Kanye West is gonna yeah. tune into your live event. Yeah, he's he's gonna go on his rant. He's gonna live go live the same time I go live. So other people. <laughs> That's kind of sad. So like, uh, what do you think of like, '90s hip hop? Biggie or Tupac? This is like one big question. I'm gonna say Biggie. I, yeah, bruh. Biggie bruh. just in terms of I, I like his songs better. I like his flow better. Tupac was great because of his message that resonated with his people. I was not born during that period. I was don't I don't live in that country. I hadn't lived in that country for the majority of my life. I don't understand the experiences and the struggles behind it. So I will obviously not connect to it as much. Even though I can listen to it for fun, I just don't connect to it as much. Biggie's song is something like you're just chilling, like you would listen to like at a party or yeah. something. Yeah, yes. Like, Biggie makes better music. Party. Yeah, like unless it's like California Love, which is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Biggie is Biggie Biggie for me, and also Biggie's I feel like nineties hip hop is a bit overrated sometimes. Yeah. Like I I listen to it a lot, like here and like not not a lot, like here and there, but like you. I think people are just being nostalgic or just, or like even if they're not nostalgic they're just trying to like look cool by uh shit out. Yeah. yeah like oh I li- oh you don't listen to Biggie like okay like but like no one listens to Biggie because it's kind of hard to listen to these days because like the the innovations in technology and music has made music right now much more like the quality is much better to put it in simple terms like, like it's, it's on the same yeah. experience yeah. like it's it's really hard for me to listen to 90s hip hop I I don't like NWA Cause okay, yeah, it's message we're great and everything, but it sounds corny. It sounds overplayed. Maybe that time it was fresh. Yeah. But for me, like the 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 sound quality is not there. And then, like, hate people who are like, oh yeah, we're gonna listen to music from the seventies. Like, okay, fine, cool for you. But like, don't don't say that I like don't 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 tell me that my music tastes bad because you want to put yourself through that. I just don't I don't see the connect of listening to music that. Um, sounds like that i think like, like maybe like 30 years down now, line, people will say kanye west graduation is corny right we never know yeah how yeah maybe probably probably no, i think like, i can now relate why you didn't like weekend's new album because it kind of gives you 70s 80s vibes oh no not, not because of that not because it gave me 70s 80s vibes yeah it felt like something was missing for me like a lot of the songs just like i was listening to it while doing like some semi-rigorous work like i was working on some uh, like school project uh and 
like I was listening to it, and usually when a nice song comes on, I can like uh, like uh, pay attention to it. But this time, yeah. it just like everything just phased. It was just like a blur. I, like I didn't feel. Maybe that was the vibe he was going for. Maybe it affects some people because all people like it. I personally didn't like it, even though the production was really great. Like the, in terms of the quality, in terms of the professionalism, that was all up there. But it was just it just didn't feel like anything. It didn't feel anything special. I'm not gonna be returning to it. I only like like maybe heartless. And yeah, uh, one of the reasons I didn't like it. Yeah, blinding lights was right, but like one of the reasons I didn't personally like the album was because like the use of kicks and like the normal type of norm I'm used to listening to nowadays with Travis and all like that heavy trap vibe. It's, like, just, it's just not my taste anymore. Like we can, yeah. I don't listen people, to them. Like we can release a new album. Like this, probably it's probably good. Like most people probably didn't even listen to it before hyping yeah. it up, posting about it. I feel it. like I feel like weekend serves as a transition for people who listen to pop to come into rap. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the best way to put it. Like weekend we and Drake. <laughs> yeah, it's stuff from weekend Drake. Then they go to Kanye. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, Kanye old Drake is... was still like old Drake was still rap. Yeah. rap. Yeah. Now it's just it's more bro. Like, towards pop, but it's still hip hop. Like rap. it's it's pop. It's pop. I, Drake is definitely pop rap. Yeah. Which is a which is a genre, but like that's fine. Yeah. A weekend is more what I think. Weekend just a pop artist. He's not. He's not a. He's not a hip hop like rapper. He's, he's not a rapper. He, I mean, there's nothing wrong with being pop, but like I feel like people use that to bridge the gap between like sugar pop like taylor swift to like the more dark and grimy stuff of uh, hip-hop and rap but there's like some so, yeah. artists so like proper pop but like they rap all sometimes like ed sheeran sometimes he raps yeah ed sheeran is not a rapper yeah. he's, he's good like when he raps even though he's not a rapper he's not bad he's not a rapper yeah, but yeah. he did rap and like divide not divide yeah and divide a few songs he rapped a bit even divide a bit it's, it's collaboration project yeah. i don't remember his collaboration project was kind of overrated. Uh, yeah, it was overrated. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't uh, bad. It was good, but it was overrated. I feel like, yeah, I mean, it was just like a tester. It's like when you go to like a food store and like they give you these different samples. Yeah, that's what like the song felt to me. It'll be like, here's a concept. Uh, I'm working on the original thing now. But There's a lot of albums for me personally. Like the first time I listened to them, I don't enjoy them as much as like the second, third listen. Like, yeah, sometimes it takes time to grow. I listened to Rodeo the first time. I didn't enjoy it. The second time, and I then I told him to listen to it again. <laughs> even birds, even birds, even birds. Yeah, the bro. You yeah, nobody likes birds. He's like, how many times did you listen? I'm like, once. He's like, no, no, no. Once, once more. Yeah, I think it depends on your mood, where you're listening to, or what you're listening to. Even errors uh, by Jaden. The first time, like, I hated it. Second time, I'm like, damn, bro, this is like kind of sick. Like pink, I, I love pink. Pink, yeah, I'm, I've enjoyed that album actually. But it's not like it something does slap. you want to enjoy. Pink is something like you know, it's a very vibey song. Like you'll like it sometimes, yeah, sometimes like, you won't like it. Yeah, there's a time, I guess, to listen to that kind of stuff. Like if I'm going to the gym and I like I want high energy, I'm not looking yeah. to listen to like vibes. But so, like, like yeah, that's Jaden has like some really good hype songs like Icon, Watch yeah, Georgia. Yeah, Icon stuff. Yeah, but hmm, I for me right now, hype songs I go to Six Nine and Pop Smoke. Yeah, like that's that's basically because like Jaden's mainstream now. I I don't know why I have this feeling. It's just like his songs and like you know those mainstream rappers. Yeah, it just it, sounds it like that to me. Effect, yeah. So like, yeah. So like things like uh, Heavy Auto Tune, Heavy Correction. 
like a lot like there's nothing wrong with sounding mainstream it means like you have a professional team behind you but mm. yeah i feel like yeah i know what i like if you look what travis did like everybody liked his voice so it's that kind of thing you don't know sometimes yeah. your fans don't know what they want from you so like yeah. travis you, you know pre autotune he still could rap right yeah he definitely everyone was saying he sounds like a star rocky changer style now he's going to like he's tried to use autotune as an instrument yeah it does that and although people do enjoy it but now other, some fans want him to go back so like they they don't make up their minds and that's something yeah that's the this is the point in the previous episode while talking about tv shows fans don't know what they want Like yeah. many times yeah. fans don't know what they want. Like they're like, we want this, and then they get it, and they're like, oh no, no, no we yeah. don't want this. Go back. Honestly, I feel like if fans got to choose everything, it just wouldn't work. It that's wouldn't work. that's what the has to make a decision on. Sometimes, sometimes it doesn't work that way. If you guys watch Game of Thrones, yeah, uh, we're not eighteen plus. We do not condone this. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> the end of season eight was like the final season was so terrible. Every fan did not like it. but they just rushed through it and um now nothing they can like have something with starbucks like they sauce like it was yeah good. like during during one of the shots they forgot to take the starbucks <laughs> cup that Daenerys Targaryen was drinking she they forgot to take it out of the shot it's just there <laughs> i'm like wow you, you you make a billions of dollars millions of dollars and the uh, budget is so high but they can't like remove it like who <laughs> like Like who? How did they not see that when they're shooting? Like they what were they taking out the show, but they can't remove a yeah. Starbucks cup. And they, they didn't even. They could have edited that out yeah, easily so, as well. So many stages before releasing it. Yeah, <laughs> everyone saw that, but no one took it out. I mean, that's so crazy. Many people there who didn't see it on set, and then you yeah. have like, these fans. The first thing they see. That's crazy. Yeah. Some. What is yeah. that? Sometimes fans should be involved, but most of the times. Like it's hard. It's hard for an artist to like listen to everything they say because some people are like I like this, some people are like I like this. Yeah, they have conflicted. It gets. It gets to like your mental health. Um, like you can't. Mm. Like if you took everything everyone says at heart and try to change it, you'd never never get anything done. And it's I don't think you should take into account like like fans' expectations. Obviously, you should be like, yeah, like the fans like it, but it shouldn't be like you shouldn't be creating so music with the expectation like solely based on that. Yeah. What yeah. If if. Yeah, if the artist believes in something yeah. and he changes it because of a fan, like what well, the fans would like, then that's wrong. And most of the times, the fans don't like that. The artists yeah. really don't have that good of a grip on what their fans like and don't like. Then it just becomes fan service. Like Kanye and, obviously has like high expectations. Like uh, yeah, but Kanye does not care. But he Kanye doesn't. Does like, obviously, he must be having like that yeah. stressed kind of like um like he has yeah. that label that he's a musical genius. He has to keep it probably. But he doesn't yeah, but, care about the like he doesn't care. For the music. Every, yeah. Everyone wanted Yandi, and he yeah. really chooses his thing. He, I, I, I like Yandi. Yandi leaks better, but it's his. Yeah, it's his discography, and he didn't. He does not care. I like Jesus King also. I like the Yandi leaks also. They're really good. Oh yeah, I, I mean Jesus King. Oh yeah, I'd be like I find myself coming back to the Yandi leaks more and more. There was also so something that was uh, leaked like with the Sunday service. I think it was yeah. really Andy Leak Sunday, like with Sunday service, like something was really insane. Oh, he know. Uh, I don't. I don't know. He did the Sunday service, like yeah, he performed. Yeah, that was a separate album also. Oh, oh, the I Sunday service thought. choir. That's just like yeah. oh, that's just his choir singing yeah. different songs. So, yeah. 
I just one yeah, last yeah, thing. He has like a okay, go on. Yeah, he has go on, a, go on. a choir that does like. Yeah, yeah he has a choir. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do that. Wait, that's like pri- like he's hired them. I feel like okay. they're 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 like a like a musical entity now. I think they're I part of a like, church, and then like yeah, they're they're the Sunday service choir. Kanye's so. like Kanye's like pull up, like, just yeah. I guess that's how they got hired. Probably from Chicago. One, uh, one last thing, like Canadian rappers. Yeah, I'm just gonna come to this yeah, segment, right. and then we, I think we can wrap it up as well. Yeah, sure. Do you do you like Nav, like Toronto rap? Like, are you a fan of Nav? So, Nav. Yeah. First, mm, I okay. So one of the reasons I don't like him is because he says he's the first brown boy. Of like, I'm brown as well, kind of. And I'm <laughs> rapping, so, um, but secondly, uh, yeah, I did it before Nav became popular. Uh, but, your, your entire flow. Yeah, actually, yeah. Actually, if my flow is like that. I kind of don't want him to copy it. Uh, like, it's kind of I don't like his flow that much. But uh, what do you? I, I have no feelings for Nav. I know a lot of people like a few. He's one of those hit artists. You don't listen to his album. You just listen to his hits. You just listen to uh, what? Um, like Tap. Tap and Price on My Head, whatever. Yeah, no. I, I didn't listen to his new album because I know I'm not going to like it. I just, yeah, he's yeah, he's there. He's good for himself. Mm-hmm. He's he's fine. I remember he said he only wanted to make music because he wants to be famous. Like, uh, okay, that's not Damn. a great attitude. Uh, but... Yeah, he's doing well for himself, I guess. I personally only listen to his hits at parties. I don't play Nav. I'm not. I don't play Nav of like a, if I want to listen to an album. So like, you haven't heard his new album? Yeah. Well, you haven't heard his new album, or like? Oh no, I haven't. Oh, okay. That's why I don't want to make any opinions out of it. But I, I think it's safe to say, based on like his first first few stuff that I've listened to, it's not going to be that different. Mm-hmm. I guess. I, I was uh, gonna ask like what are your opinions on NF like he started off as like mainly a Christian rapper but now he's moved more into like mainstream, mm-hmm. mainstream. like well, for him I personally have not heard many of his songs I think I've only heard a few is he one of the YouTube rappers like with Quedeca and things like that no he's like, like nah, that nah, nah. he's like some someone nah. you'd hear on the radio like he made uh, he makes like non-swearing mm-hmm. rap he makes very because he went through a lot like depression so his songs are more emotional and yeah, like it, they, it caters to a whole new audience and that's one of the reasons why even i don't enjoy him i don't know about Aryan. like i don't think he's heard many of his songs yeah he called some of his names like he had why he had time also yeah he, he, he oh those, lord he's one of those fast rappers yeah the ones just like go really fast i guess yeah relatively yeah, and, like, yeah. Let you down. i feel like yeah, I feel like maybe that's just me being biased, but every time I listen to a song that has that kind of flow, I just turn it off. I know it's going to be tiring to listen to, and it's going to be exactly. really, yeah, it's kind of, it's going to be really, it's a, it's it's a, it's a pain to listen to, right? Like at least Kendrick Lamar, it's it's a nice, smooth, jazzy kind of flow, even though the matter may be heavy. Yeah. But I feel like when I listen to something like that, it's just going to be preachy and corny and just like really hard for me to listen to so the it, reason it, why like right. none of us would have enjo- would enjoy his music and by the way the hit he had was let you down the mm-hmm. reason why like nobody would like to listen at least i wouldn't it's because his audience is for like depressed people if you listen to any of his yeah. songs he's talking about struggles also, it's more, yeah maybe maybe he understands that better than we do let maybe he's more pop oriented i'd say than hip-hop but if you listen to any of his other songs, one of his one of his albums name is Therapy Session. Like well, that says a lot itself. Well, maybe maybe like, demographic. Yeah. Yeah. 
well, good for him. If he's gone through some struggles and he's writing about that, then that works. But honestly, he, like, I can relate to songs about like sadness and depression if they're like presented to me properly. If they if it has like a nice nice melody or like a kind of slow flow, I feel just me personally, I'm biased against people who rap really fast because of like all of the songs I've heard. I find like Quadeca and like what Crypt really like those YouTube rappers. I find them really tiring to listen to. Like it pains me to listen. Yeah, nowadays fast rap is good because it was new at the time. Like not many people. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it at the beginning. Yeah, it's over. But after kind of. time, when you just, yeah, you just, you just get you just mature. Like Hobson, right? I listened to him for like three months before I realized mm. this is terrible. Yeah. It's just too preachy. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, of course, there's a time and place to like tell your opinions, but sometimes you just become very overbearing and annoying sometimes to listen to. Rap fast just for the pops of it, like. Uh, Logic, yeah, it works on one of his songs like a hundred miles and running. It's more of like a yeah. fun, light-hearted song. When he does it, like I lost my mind. It was really good. I still listen to it. Yeah, the last twenty seconds. Yeah, yeah from my. But then there's some songs they just do it for the sake of doing it. Like you don't have to do yeah. it. Yeah, because that's a norm. Like yeah. they're known for it. Some beats that just don't fit fast rapping. Like as soon as I hear like these depressed mellow chords and like like really like sad dark things, and they, I hear fast rapping, I immediately turn it off. Like. I know this, I know what kind of song it's gonna be, and that's like normal musical sense. Like you're gonna have like wh- why? Like you're right. It. Why? Yeah. Rap is you like, just gonna, to an extent kind of like poetry. Like if you listen to like some yeah, they, Eminem's old stuff. All, all all songwriting is poetry. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you rap should... isn't a genre, right? It's hip hop. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. It's... rap is just a way of delivering your message. Yeah. Exactly. So, I would say I'm a rapper. I'm not a hip hop artist. I'd, yeah, I'd precisely, yeah. precisely. NF wouldn't be like he's a hip hop artist because yeah, that's not his. Hip-hop, yeah, half of hip hop is the culture, and when I'm not acquainted with the culture, so I'm I'm, I'm a rapper. Notice that. Yeah, yeah I'm a, I'm a rapper. Sometimes I think, uh, what genre I am? I I don't know. I guess, I guess Are pop. The, and then there's Maybe. like some rappers who can't like rap fast enough. They're like too slow and offbeat. Like I feel like Blueface. <laughs> Blueface, he was so smart with that though. He did it. He did it on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. He used to go off beat on purpose, and then like suddenly, yeah. like in the middle when you weren't expecting it, he's yeah. back on. Yeah. But it, I didn't enjoy that. Like, just rap on. Yeah. Beat. I didn't. <laughs> just just yeah. rap on beat. It's like... He he got clout for that, and as soon as he came to like a certain level of clout, he just uh, started making proper songs. Yeah. And, it and then he faded away. Then he yeah of course he was never. It must have been he was like never talented enough in the first place. Actually, maybe not talented. He just didn't have put the effort into it. I didn't like this person's flow. Also, mm-hmm. Cardi B. I don't like her flow. Cardi B. Nobody likes Cardi. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm a She's just a bit screamy to me. I don't like a voice. Yeah, I don't like a voice. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, it's very weird. Ski Mask yeah, has an amazing flow. He has like a really yeah. Ski Mask is yeah. Yeah, but like I feel like you can't uh, like knock people for not like you. It's very hard for people to change their voice. So like, yeah, that's true. Just make sure you make music that fits your voice. I guess that's what I'm trying to figure out as well. Well, like there's no I, aspect of Cardi B that stands out. Like some people have amazing lyricism, some people have an amazing flow. Yeah, I mean you don't need to be the yeah. I guess I guess she has energy, and she has influence. Yeah, she's that's a, the only she's thing that gets she's a, a good effort. She's a person. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess she's a personality. Part a for effort. Yeah. <laughs> Schemas no, has like a really you... unique flow. Like there's some songs like 
Yeah, he he's he doesn't work all the time, but most of the time it does. Yeah. You just need to figure out his sound. And yeah, it works pretty well. GID, GID has a great flow. Yeah, he, he has a great flow. When he maps spots, like, I like it. Yeah, I honestly don't like him that much. Like his work that he's put out, I like him when he's like on songs with like other artists. But like just solo work, I feel like I don't like him that much. But maybe this is me. I I personally enjoy it. Like, uh, but I can see what you're saying. Like down bad, down bad. He was really good. I think he stole down. Yeah, bad. down. I like down bad a lot. I think he was like yeah. the highlight of down bad. Him and Jake. Yeah. Some Jake some artists are just really good at working with other artists, and like some artists are really good with features, yeah. and some artists are really good with carrying an album on their own. Even Jake so Cole has features. Nah, but Jake Cole features. I feel like he can carry his album. Yeah. yeah Jake Cole. Jake Cole's amazing. He do- works well on his own. Kanye can carry an album on his own. Yeah, definitely. But Rick Ross features. Yeah, Rick Ross. Uh, he's great on features. Yeah. Yeah. I don't respect Rick Ross anymore. Like, what? why? Because <laughs> Depp, like, like his songs aren't that good. Yeah, like, that's been. Or like, did he never? Yeah, anymore, anymore, okay. anymore. Oh, yeah, I mean his his solo stuff is like meh, but when he's on features or like okay, it's his song with another artist, then he, that's where he shines, I guess. Oh, is... Sometimes it's just hard to carry a song on your own. You just don't have the personality with like takeoff or like way forward. You don't have the musical versatility to carry it on your own. Now we have uh, KSI. He's becoming more mainstream. He's getting like KSI. Yeah, my friends told me to do the popping challenge, and uh, well, yeah, I, got, I got a few you, followers you... from that. So I guess it worked. Did he did yeah, KSI. Uh, react to it. I, I I highly doubt so. I w- I would probably have uh, five times more followers than I do right now if he did. So, yeah. I, tremendous clout. Yeah, I don't but believe he, he did. Good, like, uh, yeah, I mean that day was kind of sad for me because I worked really hard like making a song and a video. It was like a remix to Normal Parties in LA yeah. by Kanye. Mm-hmm. And, like I made like yeah. a gift video that I edited for a long time. I was gonna put it on YouTube, but I got copyright strike the minute I put it on. Oh. Then I got copyright strike from Instagram as well, and uh, so I had to put it on SoundCloud. Normally, people got to listen to it because, like, of course, everyone was confused. Well, where, where is it? When's it coming out? So it was called. No yeah, and, in Dubai, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll be performing that uh, tomorrow as well. But oh, yes, please. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, it got. Thank you. Yeah, so I that was just, I just woke up after a nap. I'm like, okay, I might as well just do this, get this out, and then I like put my phone away for a day because I just don't don't want to deal with uh, social media right now. So yeah, it's okay, man. We all go through that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we just got bounced back the next day. I guess. Uh, yeah, that's how you gotta go if you wanna survive in the industry. You've gotta bounce. Yeah, back. social media, man. Yeah, it's rap is like hard now. It's like it mm. matters a lot. There's so many people. There's so so much it's competition. It's all about the aesthetic, what value you put out, and uh, how many followers you get. That's basically it's it. It's become a lot more complex than like 10, 20 years ago. It's a lot harder to yeah. come up. Yeah, I mean the technology is there, so yeah. everyone can do it, which makes it kind of easier. But then, How of course, more people because everyone can do it. So yeah, that's why I really want to tap into Dubai. Yeah. I'm gonna start doing as many features as I can, just get out there. I'm gonna do like a feature run, free features for whoever. So wants like, it. are you planning to like release any music? Uh, yes. This year, I'm currently looking at my board. Including the cipher by August, I really want to have at least four songs out, including the cipher. So, so like, so, uh, uh, should we expect singles or singles, an album? Okay. Singles for now. Singles for now. I'm trying to get a, 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 like I get a lot of followers from like IG content, so I'm going to do like Instagram posts and stuff like that. And I hope hopefully get to start my YouTube channel 
like post more stuff there like uh, so yeah. like what's your goal like by the end of the year what, what do you want I just to want honestly I just want people to listen to music that I'm proud of making so a lot of the stuff that I put out right now isn't really I feel like I'm holding myself back because I feel like the stuff that I've written with like actual meaning that I maybe might maybe one day actually help someone get through something or like inspire someone. I feel like that I'm still holding back right now because I want more people to hear it. So yeah. that's the goal. However I come about that, I'll go for it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, just, and one more thing, like, do you have like, as you said about your goals, did you like write them down somewhere? Like, or it's just like in your mind, like, like of yeah. course my, my my overarching goals in my mind but for like day-to-day things like what i need to do today i have a giant whiteboard i feel like writing writing something down really helps me get it done so yeah so. Writing, writing down ideas for what i have to do every day what's critic what's like necessary for me to do every day what would be nice for me to do every day and if i have free time what can i do so like things like that just constantly improving and just writing down plans for the future and stuff like that just writing it on a big board and keeping it there have something to look at really helps that also helps you like keep in mind not to yeah. let go of your goals doesn't yeah, not, not, you yeah. Down. yeah. like i feel like if i have something written down it calms me in a sense yeah. otherwise i'm constantly thinking oh i have this thing to do but what about this yeah yeah that, visualizing that your goal seeing it somewhere makes it easier yeah yeah definitely definitely it breaks it down yeah. like i have instead of like oh i have to make an album i have to make okay five songs and do Recording, mixing, and mastering for them. That's just 15 yeah. tasks. Break it down, yeah. Yeah, easy. So you can't just write like, yeah, I'll make an album today. Like, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Bro, today, bro, I'll drop album, bro. Two albums. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it has to be realistic. <laughs> Next month, I'm going to drop five albums. Hey, hey, let's make two albums. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel good today. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had good sleep. I will make awesome album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this was really fun. Thanks for joining us. Is there anything no you problem. want to end off with? Like anything uh, for the audience? Plug your. Uh, I guess anything you want. I guess uh, uh, follow your dreams and listen to music on speakers, not your laptop. Yes, sir. Yeah. I'll drop your link. <laughs> I'll drop your link in the podcast description. Oh, oh yeah, that's great. That's great. Thank you. Thank you so much. For we'll be waiting for you Probably as well. Thank you, Pat. You guys are great. We will see you all next time on another episode of Turpin Talks. Yes, sir.